everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Happy Labor Day. Thank you so much. You've I'm excited. You've I'm been. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to have the day off. Because you've been through labor twice. That's right. Yeah. It's a special day just for me. It is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get started with the Disney Parks blog. Uh, the planned Disney Pocket Guide to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom has been released. That's right. The Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is going to take place on select nights now through November 1st. So plenty of uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween fun. Mm-hmm. And the planned Disney Pocket Guide, which is available through the uh, planned Disney panel and Disney Parks Instagram pages, uh, is now available. You can also go out to the Disney Parks blog and download it there. Uh, but this provides you with a pocket guide. It tells you about the uh, entertainment, snacks, uh, eats, where to meet characters, as well as what attractions will be open. Because not everything's open during these late night parties. Right. Um, and the big thing to remember about these parties is it is a limited capacity event. So uh, they, you know, it's not at full capacity. So it's a great time to go to the parks without having to fight crowds. It's still crowded, but it's not like a regular Sunday in the Magic Kingdom. And I just like that there's themes to it. So right. it's a lot of fun. Everybody gets dressed up for the Halloween parties. Right. Um, our memories just came up in Facebook That's with right. our uh, outfits for when we did the Halloween party uh, quite five, a few, five, five years, years ago. ago. It was quite a few years ago, pre-COVID. Um, and just, you know, we had we had so much fun coming up with the outfits. And, uh, you know, everybody gets to see what each other has come up with. Some of them are inventive. Some of them aren't. Right. Yeah. Well, of course. But anyway, so those are a lot of fun. Um, so if you get a chance to go to one of the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween parties, you should give it a go. That's right. Now, we have planned. We're not going to the Halloween party, but we do have tickets for the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is another hard-ticketed after-hours event. Yes, that'll be coming up. We're going to go in December. On so. December 3rd. So we'll if anybody wants to join us, oh, we'll you, be there. You don't even know what day it is. It's December 3rd. Oh, that's what we've got? Yes. I just don't know what day it is. No, you don't know what day it is. <laughs> okay. Now that I'm done inviting everyone to come on our vacation with us, uh, <laughs> let's head on over to Disneyland. All right. Two new balloon designs have made their debut at Disneyland for the Halloween season. That's right. Uh, the first one is a Happy Halloween balloon, which has... Uh, Goofy figured prominently as a uh, mummy, uh, as well as Mickey as a skeleton, Donald as a devil, devil, and uh, what's Pluto? Pluto is a pirate. Pluto is a pirate. All right. Um, and they're leaning over a fence that says Happy Halloween. That balloon will set you back $20. But it's so cute. It is. It is an adorable balloon. Uh, and then there is a second balloon that is a Nightmare Before Christmas balloon. Oh, uh, that one's pretty great. One side has Jack and Sally. The other side has Oogie Boogie. Now, did the this one, the ones that I'm seeing, the Nightmare Before Christmas ones, it's a white balloon inside of a clear one. Was the first one like that too? No, it's just no. a clear balloon. The Yeah, the Halloween ones, well, the, the Mickey Halloween one, and then there's a Ghost Donald, or is that the other side of it? The Ghost Donald Halloween? The other side, right, has a ghost. Uh, okay. Three ghosts and Donald. So those are just um, completely see-through, but the Nightmare Before Christmas one has a white balloon inside of the clear balloon. Which just makes this, it's... Um, it pops. Well, it looks like the moon. Oh, right. right. Right? It looks like the moon in the background behind um, Sally and Jack, Jack uh, as they're standing out on the cliff. So that's actually a super cool balloon. And then there's another, there's an Oogie Boogie one that has, again, a white balloon that's inside That's Oogie Boogie the on the other side of that balloon. Oh, it is? Yes. All right. Well, that's fine. 
So that balloon oh, is also that, yeah. $20. So you actually technically get two balloons. Right. Two sides. You know, turn it around. So exciting. Yeah, I really like that one. New park guide maps for Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure are now available. That's right, because it's fall, which means it's time for a new map. They have uh, one, let's see, California Adventure has the Headless Horseman on the cover. Disneyland Park has the giant Mickey that is in the town square, Main Street, USA area. The pumpkin. That we, what did I say? The giant Mickey. It is. It's oh, a giant Mickey pumpkin. Giant Mickey pumpkin that we spoke about the other day. Uh, the big changes on here uh, in, in California Adventure uh, is that San Francisco Square is now officially open. That officially opened on August 31st. So Pacific Wharf is uh, officially dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, long live San Francisco. However, uh, the other big news there is that the a lot of the restaurants that were in that area, uh, such as Wine uh, Wine Country Trattoria, uh, the Mendocino Terrace, Sonoma Terrace, and the Magic Key Terrace, uh, used to be in the Pacific Wharf area. They are now, according to the maps, being referred to as part of the Performance Corridor. Okay. Uh, so that is a new section of the park, and they call that the Performance Corridor because that is where the parades and entertainment uh, travel through on their way to coming out and going in. Which and makes going sense because then they don't have stage. to also worry about trying to theme it for Francokio. Right. That's, that's a good thought. Yes, it is. That's all the news in California, so let's head on over to Florida. All right, there's a couple of things going on at the Magic Kingdom. Um, Crews are reconstructing the top of what was once Splash Mountain um, and will now be Tiana's Bayou Adventure in the Magic Kingdom. Plus, uh, they have added more to the barn mural in the ride's queue. That's right. Not only is there a bunch of uh, scaffolding around what used to be known as Splash Mountain, but there is some wire mesh that is going to have rock work added to it. So they're going to change the... Uh, mountain facade okay. uh, as part of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, they've also uh, added some additional moss to make Ooh, it look to make moss. it look like it's more New Orleansy, okay. more like a bayou. Mossy. Um, as well uh, uh, as as that construction that's going on, there's also some construction going on around the train station exit. Okay. So they have actually closed the exit right now, and people are being asked to exit through the entrance stairs mm-hmm. uh, because they are putting in new stairways and some new concrete down there. Okay. Um, they've also ripped up the old Splash Mountain queue and are rebuilding the queue. Yeah, that stuff all ties very closely to each other. You know, you're going through the queue and you're practically under the train station. Maybe right. you even are you under do the train go station. Under the train station for part of it. The Tron Light Cycle Run billboard that was along the Disney World train route has been replaced with a Storybook Citrus citrus, citrus. Circus billboard. Storybook Citrus. That, that's that, nice, least, too. That's only yeah. our citrus company. Um, if you've ever ridden the Walt Disney World Railroad and you've stopped at the Storybook Circus Station, uh, there was a billboard there. Like Cheryl said, it used to reflect that Tron was being programmed for opening. That opening occurred back in April, so it's about time they've changed the sign. And now as you're leaving Storybook Circus headed into Tomorrowland, there's a new sign that features Casey Jr. And it says, thanks for choo-choosing Storybook Circus, the greatest show in history, yesterday, today, and in italics, tomorrow, which signifies you're heading into Tomorrowland. Gotcha. So a nice little sign, and uh, it's cute. It is cute. Destination D23 has announced details about the evening event that's on their schedule that's going to be taking place after the Epcot Always in a State of Becoming panel on uh, September 9th. The event will be an evening at Epcot with 
Epcot with D23, uh, granting Destination D23 attendees admission to Epcot after 5 p.m. to enjoy the park and some special surprises. That's right. It's expected that the special surprises are uh, a figment meet and greet and perhaps a visit to Journey of Water inspired by Moana. Oh, that'd be nice. So uh, no confirmation on that yet. Those are just rumors, but uh, Sneak look preview, forward to maybe. seeing what it is, right? The Florida Blue Medicare Lounge has once again taken over Restaurant Marrakesh at the Morocco Pavilion, giving guests a place to sit in some air conditioning and get some complimentary treats. That's right. This allows Florida Blue Medicare members and their guests to take part uh, and enjoy this lounge. However, if you're not a Florida Blue member, you can just log on to the My Disney Experience app under the Epcot section, I guess you can search Florida Blue. You can fill out some information, and they will give you a guest pass. Okay. And that guest pass is valid from September 1st through November 18th. The Florida Blue Medicare Lounge is open daily from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Now, you may want to know what you're getting there. Uh, you get complimentary offerings such as Mosaic Art, Free Beverages, and Henna, and they are organized as Sculpt, Sip, and Swirl. Nice. Uh, so for Sculpt, you can make a one-of-a-kind mosaic to take home. For the sip, you get to uh, stay hydrated and enjoy revitalizing beverages from Moroccan mint tea to blended juices. And the last part is the swirl. And what do you get for the swirl? Uh, let's see. You get henna tattoos. Okay. So that's exciting. That's so exciting. So you seem excited. So if you're headed to Epcot, you can uh, check that out. Very nice. We have some great news, and that is that Gideon's Bakehouse is reopened after they had their air conditioning fixed. Um, it's also the beginning of a new month. So for September, the new cookies are the lemon poppy crumb cookie and the orange pecan chocolate chip cookie. You know what I say to both of those? What? Yuck. I mean, the lemon poppy crumb cookie, I'm not super excited about, but the orange pecan chocolate chip sounds lovely. That sounds good to you? Yeah. All right. And we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on over in the resorts uh, these days. Okay, well, we'll start with the Grand Floridian. They've been doing quite a bit of construction there, but the construction materials, vehicles, and walls are currently gone from the lobby of the Grand Floridian. That's right. About three months ago, they started working on the railings and banisters uh, in the lobby, as well as doing some work on the ceiling. And as Cheryl mentioned, that has been completed. Scaffolding is now down at the Boardwalk Deli uh, at the Disney Boardwalk after going up in August. There's a little bit of remnants of the refurbishment work, though, that is still visible. Yeah, the big thing is that the awnings that used to be on that building are gone, and some of the holes where the awnings were uh, remain in place. So maybe the awnings are coming back and they haven't filled the holes in. Maybe. After months of construction work, the refurbishment is now complete for the Boardwalk Resort Lobby. That's right. They've done a lot of work, including taking the long registration counter and separating it into multiple smaller stations, which they seem to be doing at all of the resorts. Right. Uh, they have now gone with a, what is that, a Mickey and Friends artwork theme. So there's a lot of beach scenes with Mickey and Donald and his nephews. Mm -hmm. um, the work was originally scheduled to be completed in April of 2023, but it extended into uh, the fall. Uh, they have changed a lot of soft goods, which includes couches, chairs, furniture in the lobby, and new carpeting. Nice. Uh, however, uh, while this work is done, the solarium itself is still closed. So okay. I guess that's that's the part that's extending into the fall. There's no word on when the solarium is going to open. All right. As we now head into entertainment news, Disney has pushed the release dates of some Marvel Cinematic Universe shows. 
pretty much due to the uh, strikes that are going on between the Writers Guild and the SAG-AFTRA teams. Um, they have delayed What If Season 2. That was supposed to debut in uh, November, um, but it will now probably not air until after Loki Season 2 airs their finale. Um, the next movie, uh, I'm sorry, the next show is Echo. That has been moved from a November 29th release date to a very vague January 2024. Uh, they have announced that all episodes of Echo will drop at one time, as opposed to what we've seen with other Marvel shows where they've been delayed for a week between each episode. Uh, X-Men 97, which is a cartoon series, that has been moved to early 2024 from fall of 2023. And the biggest uh, one here is Agatha Darkhold Diaries, which was originally called Agatha Coven of uh, Coven of Darkness. Coven of, uh, what was it, honey? It's just a coven. It's just a coven? I mean, who cares? All right. Coven of Chaos. Uh, that has been delayed uh, until fall of next year uh, because it does have kind of a horror theme to it, so they want to release it uh, in the fall season right, to Halloween. correspond with Halloween. Right. So um, that's the deal. Uh, this also plays into the fact that Disney has announced they will be making less Marvel Cinematic Universe content for Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. So this kind of gives them, you know, a longer release window right. uh, to release what they've already finished. Right. That wraps up news at Disney World and Disneyland. So let's head on over to Universal. All right. Um, Rip Ride Rocket uh, Remix. It has a new song set. Actually, they've trimmed their playlist. They are now doing only five songs. One song in each genre. There used to be six options in each genre. Oh, because you can like choose. Music. You Is can that how choose that works? your own individual song. Mm -hmm. And then there was another whole secret menu of songs that you could choose from if you knew what the secret menus were. Uh -huh. uh, so they have now gone down to five songs. The new playlist includes uh, under the pop and disco category, Waterloo by ABBA. Under the country category, Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Um, under Classic Rock and Metal, Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. For hip-hop and rap, it is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. And in the Club and Electronica category, it is Sandstorm by Da Rude. Uh, now, none of these songs were previously options uh, on the ride, so no word on why Universal has shrunken their list. Mm, who knows? Now, if you've ever been to City Walk, you know that they have a Margaritaville there. Uh, and in sad news, uh, Jimmy Buffett did pass away this weekend at 76 years of age. Uh, so that is very sad. But uh, here's a guy who managed to take uh, a song about Margaritaville, uh, and he turned it into 30-plus restaurants uh, across the globe. Not to mention resorts and uh, right, I'm right. sure a million other different kinds of merchandise. He also f uh, founded a restaurant franchise called Cheeseburger in Paradise in mm -hmm. 2002. That failed, however. There's still Cheeseburger uh, so in Paradise. There was one in Hawaii. It's not an official franchise. Oh, okay. Um, so that no longer exists. Uh, when he passed away, uh, it looks like he had a net worth of about $1.1 billion, according to Forbes magazine. Good for him. So uh, 30 records, uh, 17 of them gold or platinum, a restaurant chain. They've even got a Margaritaville cruise now. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's sad to see Jimmy Buffett go. Parrot, yeah. parrot heads all across the world are sad. That's true. Universal's plan for an iDrive rail link uh, is headed for an October vote. That's right. You may remember that at one point the new rail service 
Sun, not Sunlink was going to have a stop at Disney Springs. That got squashed. Uh, and now the, uh, univer- the team at Universal, Universal Destinations, is proposing a new stop over at the Florida Convention Center, the Orlando Convention Center, which happens to be right across the street from where Epic Universe is going to be. So they are suggesting that they create um, a new Shingle Creek Transit and Utility Community Development District uh, to fund $174 million in public infrastructure to create a transit station and tracks for a new stop. Uh, this would give them 719 acres for the new district, Seven, I think 79 of which would be allocated for the train station. Um, and uh, as I said, it would be very close to Epic Universe, so that would help uh, Universal guests travel uh, to Universal utilizing mass transit. Okay. So that uh, that is the deal. And they're also playing... Uh, the fact that it would transfer uh, workers in the transit in that tourism district as well, so mm-hmm. not just guests. Yeah, that'd be good. So that is all the news. Uh, we're going to put out our show on Monday, Tuesday night. We have a Yankee game, but we hope to get a show out on Wednesday. So uh, I guess we'll talk to you when we talk to you. Right. And uh, until then, I'm Tony, and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>